Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the 13th of February, 2023. I'm finally out of Groundhog's Day, and I'm super excited about that. This, this is, is our, wonderful. I know. I'm super excited. This is our it post It only took Super half the month. God. Is it? Oh, God. It's almost, it's, it really has been half the month. Thanks, yeah. Beth. Needed that. I'm Tonight, here to help. <laughs> we are going to be covering some Super Bowls, some college football, some other random things as well, as always. My name is Jordan. I am the VP of God knows what at this point. With me tonight, I've got Chicken Sedan, Andrew, and Beth. Commissioner is currently on assignment. Yesterday, he was leading the tailgating revolution outside the Super Bowl in Arizona. Today, I assume he was with Pat Mahomes at Disneyland. Pat Mahomes' kids are named Bronze and Sterling. I learned that today. Need a golden in there. The dogs are like silver and steel. He could probably do whatever he wants to at this point. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. I just, there, was, there, was no, there was no joke to that. It was just like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is awesome. Yeah. So first off, let's see how people are doing. Beth, how are you doing, dear? Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I think I'm dying. We're excited to see a preview of your recital on the podcast in the coming weeks. We'll give you some chance to. Lay down some music for us. It'd be great. That's the little, meanest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> a little avant-garde alto saxophone. Little avant-garde alto saxophone. Was that unaccompanied? The piece you showed me. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. A little unaccompanied alto sax. Little little. Per- uh, it's from Canada, but it feels very Parisian. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to bevel the audio recording? Oh, <laughs> that don't would worry. do it. Don't worry. That piece <laughs> is going to sound super <laughs> bevelly. It's it's crunchy sounding. I'm I'm super excited for it. Yeah, uh, get ready for Rio Noda. Um, listeners, if you want an idea of what this piece is like, I want you to Google fairies, air, and death waltz. Yeah. Yeah, you guys will love that. Those are all Pokemon types, right? Basically. <laughs> uh, Barry, I'm sorry, Chicken City, and how are you? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you name, name, it's fine. I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, weather is, was like in the 50s today. Um, I didn't work, uh, when we, we had a bunch of brush to clean up in our backyard. So we got out the old solo stove and threw a bunch of it in there and just had a, had a good old burning. There's still a lot back there, but you know, cleaning up the backyard, the dogs were sitting in the sun, having a good old time. So yeah, everything's good. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm good. Life is good. Uh, we're getting some sickos basketball here in Columbus. The uh, men's team is really quite bad. And unfortunately the women's team is uh, pretty injured. So they got kind of be down today by indiana who's very good at women's basketball but the men's team is uh bad vibes all around so other than that though everything's great well guys the super bowl happened yesterday the chiefs won pat mahomes looked like pat mahomes beth you said last time that what they were gonna have to give him would put down six moose i'm pretty sure that what they gave him at halftime was more than that yeah i'm pretty sure that you could have successfully sedated like an entire 12th grade class with whatever they gave him coming out at like he was operating on a very different plane I, he looked so hurt oh yeah because they pulled him down by his ankle the same ankle he had the high sprain in like he yeah, was bad was yeah he, he was on the sideline looking rough oh god yeah i I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm very happy for him because this could not have possibly worked out any better for him because now he gets to go in the wheelchair lines at Disney World. 
Land. Which is, he's, at, he's at land. He's, he's at land. He's at I land. mean, hey, wheelchair line is wheelchair line. And it's awesome because, you know, you're going to be waiting behind like three people. So mm-hmm. he's basically a walking fast pass. <coughs> well, he's not walking, though. Right. A ro- really half, pa- uh, half, yep. uh, half pass. Flash yeah. pass, whatever. I God. assume he's going to be walking again sometime around the end of April. I saw him standing up with his family. That's how I got the, knew their kids' names because they were in the picture. So, Are you sure yeah. that he wasn't just like tied to a post or something? He may have been leaning pretty hard. Yeah. I just, I want to see him trying to be held up by like four dwarves. <laughs> Jalen Hurts also looked really good too. Like this was just a really good game. It was incredible. No complaint. It all just went well. I mean, to the very end and you could say whatever you want about the last, that, that, that call. Fine. Whatever. It was just a fun game. I had a really good time. That's not usually what I say after the Super Bowl. Yeah. It no. was like the, the opposite of the, um, the BW3's button where uh, the game's going well and everybody's having a good time. They're like, nah, we're just going to end it. It's, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> we want yep. it over. Uh, and growing up in the 90s, like, Super Bowls were not good. Um, no. I was probably too young to remember the, uh, or at least didn't care at the time, to remember the, the first Bills loss, the Scott Norwood game. Mm-hmm. But like the other three Bills losses were all bad. And then every, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the, the Cowboys and, and 49ers wins are just blowouts. And to see good Super Bowls, it's, it's, it's a revolution. It's great. It was unfortunate that this takes place on a field that was so, so bad. Yeah. Can we talk about this? The, the sod was bad for the, the semifinal, the Michigan TCU game. And then they said, okay, we're going to improve this. And I think they said they said spent $800,000 on going yep. the turf. And it was not any better. So, In fact, I'll argue it was worse. It might have been worse. They had apparently what? grown this grass for 18 months. They This was a special Oklahoma State grass that they developed. And it just looked like shit. I am assuming maybe the grass was really awesome, but like we planted it in sand. Like it just, I, it looked like nothing was holding it together. This is the kinetic sand of turf. I don't know what they were thinking, but like you can buy 1.6 million sheets hot dogs for what they, (laughs) for this turf. Important measurement. measurement. Listen. Okay, the, okay, no. the West Central Pennsylvanian in me appreciates the fact that, you know, even though the Steelers were not able to appear in the Super Bowl, that was like they sent Heinz Field al- along with, like, to the game. I love yeah. that. That's kind my of beautiful. Wa- but My cool. wife, the other day, yesterday, told me, hey, did you know that a cloud weighs the, ton- the same as 40 adult T-Rexes? It's like, those two, that's not a unit of measurement you use. That doesn't work. Because I don't have in my head what 40 adult T-Rexes weigh like. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, had 1.6 million hot dogs, uh, let's get rid of the buns, just the mm-hmm. hot dogs, and you and you just set them down okay. on the ground, no, no overlapping, could you cover a football field? The traction would be about the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll do that math later. I, I feel like you might be able to. Oh, no. We've seen Jordan's math. <laughs> oh, hey. I got my combinatrix fine, finally okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, so I have a quick question, yeah. and this is probably a little too serious for this podcast. But like, do how many football, uh, NFL stadiums do they play on actual grass? Is is part of the issue that these guys are used to playing on field turf so often that having a an inconsistent field like just messes with you? I, Im- I imagine it does. I actually don't know offhand how many stadiums do 
turf versus grass, but I feel like it's this stadium for some reason. Like even Cardinals fans were saying, yeah. Well, that's the, that's the whole point of it. Is that it's like, oh, we're an indoor stadium, but this grass lives outside. It's an outdoor pet. So we let it for, free range. Fourteen NFL fields out of the thirty do not oh. use grass. So Only fourteen. So, wow. Yep. Okay, that's actually Similar shocking. Majority. I thought they'd be more field turf. Yep. Yeah, I thought so too. And re- and for those of you who are very adroit listeners, remember that the Rams and the Chargers share a stadium, and so do the uh, Giants and the Jets, which is why interesting. It's just so bad to watch this game get played on such a shit turf this because mm-hmm. you know we sat there and we lolled about the gate the was it the pinstripe bowl and even yeah. then we were like this is funny except someone's gonna snap a fucking ankle yeah, and watching watching was it was their kicker it was some, mm. a kicker last night oh, in slow motion awful. and watch him plant his foot and his ankle just go whoop like i i hurt i know ankles don't go that direction guys yeah, I got. I got to feel real bad. If there was. Um, I think it was before the game. Somebody had shouted out that this man was working on the grounds crew, uh, a 92 year old man working on the grounds crew, and they showed him there, and he's real happy. And then I, I think a lot of people saw this tweet after everybody started slipping. <laughs> so now we have this scapegoat, of this guy who probably should be retired, who's out there tending grass. <laughs> Poor guy. He's the sod father. The sod he's, father. He's he's worked the field at every in a, every Super Bowl. He's the sock grandfather at this point. Yeah. This this reminds me of an episode of King of the Hill where Smitty, the wizard of sod, is like growing the grass at the local the local game, but he starts being bad at it. So Hank starts like picking up the slack. Anyways, King of the Hill is a great show. But yeah, like this <laughs> this was just such, I can't fathom this game. The, like this is the NFL's what they say, how many like 113 million people watch it, something crazy. And it was on this, this. I think I saw it was the third most watched of all time. Like show of all time, TV thing of all time. Yeah. And of course, it's always the top 20. It's always like 19 Super Bowls and the finale of MASH because we love Alan Alda. How is that still there? I, because there was only three channels then. So I guess so. You really didn't have so, a choice. Are uh, we adjusting for like population inflation? Is that what's happening? They're like, well, in 2023, people... <laughs> I th- it must be, or it's like share or something, like market share. The other funny one about about the speaking of three channels, uh, Victoria Dirtback Queer on Twitter said that the reason that commercials, like the reason that like Super Bowl commercials stuck more back in the day, was that there was no meme culture, and we just had to wait like twelve months for new memes to come around. So we were just fine going "What's up" at each other for like a Five year years. before yeah. something else came out that was funny. That used to be our only meme source with Super Bowl commercials. Were any of them good this year? I, 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 no. I feel like I liked a couple of them, but I don't remember them, so they couldn't have been that good. I laughed very hard at the Business Rockstar commercial. Yeah. That made me laugh very hard, and I liked the Triangle commercial because it was very on-brand just for me as a person. That was a good one. But your mileage may vary there, I suppose. I feel like we've gotten to the point where commercials are just these commercials just now a have celebrities or B are self are referencing something else that is unfortunately now at our age of things. So we're like, Oh, it's things that I remember. Mm. What is corn dog? Dog. Oh, if you haven't seen it. So somebody interviewed Andy Reed after the game and was, was, they King. were asking him about the, um, the, the touchdown play, which was technically different from the other touchdown play, but basically the same exact result where they had a wide open guy in the flat. Mm. And apparently the play was called corn dog. 
<laughs> and he's like, no, surely you don't call it that. They don't go in the huddle and call it corn dog. And Andy's like, oh, they go and they call it corn dog. <laughs> there's a beautiful digression where Andy Reid is like, yeah, there's there's nothing better than a corn dog, a little bit of mustard and a little bit of ketchup. Like it's it's so wonderful. God. I love Andy Reid so much. He's perfect, and we don't deserve him. Have you all seen the episode of him on uh, Guys Show, Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives? It's fantastic. No. Oh, I can't. I can't even imagine. Oh my god, oh, it's, it's amazing. It's really great. I recommend you go find it, everybody. Okay, so that that makes Stephen Godfrey's tweet much much more make a lot more sense because he found a scott leffler play called sonic porno (laughs) hey everyone don't google sonic porno (laughs) and the best thing is at the very top of the play sonic porno in bright purple font it goes we will never make a flop call on sonic porno i don't know what that means but it is the most beautiful set of words i've ever heard do i want to know what that means We will not make a flop call I'm on not, Sonic I'm Porno. I'm not Googling it. No, don't. <laughs> don't. Incognito at the most. Yeah. God, no. Going to end up on a watch list. Beyond the ones we're on already. Yeah. I want to say that shout out to Chad Henney. Chad Henney has been 15 years in the NFL. QB at Michigan. He was the QB at Michigan for the App State loss. And... Man, it's just spent 15 years in the NFL, $40 million in career earnings, same number of rings as Peyton, John Elway, Bart Starr, and Roger Staubach, and he only started 54 games over 15 years. God Legend. bless. Legend. Uh, friend, I want to point out a tweet from a uh, friend of the pr- program, Jay Arnold, um, mm-hmm. who tweeted uh, uh, that Henny lost to uh, App State, so uh, things could be good for uh, Anna. <laughs> Yep, turning the corner. <laughs> it only took Michigan a little while to come back after that loss. Just a few years. Just a few. Just a few years, and they were right back to where they were. So the other name that kept coming up, along with Chad Henney, in terms of great backup quarterbacks. Can we talk about Chase Daniels, too? Oh, please. I love Chase Daniels. I would love this. So Chase Daniels, Chase Daniels actually may be more impressive in terms of this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen seasons. So next year's gonna be his fifteenth season. He's getting the big money too. And he's only started five games in his career. Do you want to hear my Chase Daniel origin story? Oh. I got into college football after being an NFL person because I grew up in New York. Mm-hmm. And I really like Chase Daniel in Missouri. So I own a New Orleans Saints hat and sweatshirt because of Chase Daniel. I really like Chase wow. Daniel. Okay. <laughs> I, I knew, I, and uh, I think he was the backup for for Breeze for like three or four years. So I don't, I don't think Chase Daniels likes Chase Daniels enough to have. To be Chase clear, Daniels I was like twelve years old. So that's, that's fine. That's still that's still okay. Yeah, Chase Daniel may be the more impressive one because he is making tons of money backing up people, and he hasn't even thrown. He has thrown two hundred and seventy three passes in fourteen years. Guys, what that's year not did a he lot. graduate Missouri? I just didn't know Daniels is that old. Oh eight. Oh man. Oh, he's from South Lake. He's a local to me. He's Texan. He's thirty six, man. Hey, it happens. Yeah. Legend. Chad Chad Henney is what? Chad Henney's older than that. He's older than Chad Henney's thirty uh, eight. Um. No, he was at Michigan in two thousand seven. Thirty seven. He's thirty seven. So yeah. So they're already on their second act of their career. What the fuck are we doing, guys? I love people younger than me retiring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, Need that pile that mild panic emoji right now. Yeah. 
so, so yeah. like i mean what we need now is we need chad Haney to have his second act as a fired college football coach he'll have done it like you've lived the dream at that point you have gone through so much of your life and been paid to not do anything it's wonderful i mean michigan already employs mike hart so if they brought henny back that that <laughs> bring him home backup qb is that the best job for money sake in the nfl I think like on the so. Field. Yeah, I would think yeah. so. Because because if you're a long snapper or you're the punter or you're the field goal, like the, the specialist, like you're not getting paid as much, and the security isn't as there. And, and when you mess like, up once, everybody wants to murder you. Right. Like I can't, like I can't remember the Dallas field goal kicker's name right now, but I assume he's not no longer the Dallas field goal kicker. I just assume that that's the fact. You're if, also like in the perfect position to parlay this into a coaching career later because you're like I held the clipboard. I called the yeah. plays. Mm-hmm. I did all of this stuff. Like, it's basically like a very paid internship. Yeah. And if you're the backup quarterback, you come in the game uh, and you mess up, it's expected. Like, you're the backup. That's why you're not starting. But if you're the kicker and you mess up. Or if you're, you're, Ch- or if you're Chad Henney and you win a playoff game because yeah. Pat Mahomes is made of, you know, towards all and good, feel- good feelings at that point. <laughs> I think backup QB, especially if you can parlay it into like a 20-year career. That's the job. What do you think is a better a better job then? Backup QB or last guy on an NBA roster? Last guy like on the NBA roster. Time. I feel like it's more practice time than the NBA. Oh yeah. Like oh, that's right. You're not getting tons of you're not getting tons of reps. Is you know, in, entering year fourteen of your career, you're probably not getting tons of reps. I think backup QB is also more money still. Probably. Damn. It's close, though. Certainly fewer games. I will say I enjoyed the halftime. I thought Rihanna brought it. She had released, I, I was pointing out, she released like seven albums in eight years. And I was like, well, all these rock bands. And I was like, I get that. But like in the 2000s, like people weren't putting out albums every year. Like it was not happening for most part and like pop stuff. She put out albums every year. That's why she went on a break because she was goddamn tired. And also I, I thought it was great that the halftime show sounded good. I don't care how much of that was processed. It sounded good. Beth and I were talking. We remember it was two Super Bowls ago when the weekend was there. And that was that weird COVID Super Bowl. And he was like in the building of lights freaking out. That was bizarre. But the mix on that halftime set was so fucking bad. It was terrible. It, it was sounded bad. like they were singing it, it like through a styrofoam cup six blocks away. It was yeah. awful. Awful. So much better there. So I wanted to um, uh, speak a little bit and, and, and just offer a contrary opinion. And maybe this is, maybe this is me. And I realized that Rihanna's music is not for me. I am not really a pop music fan. There's a few songs of hers that I really like. Um, yeah. With the We Found Love in a Hopeless Place, I, I think is a great song. It's very much fun. Uh, I Her biggest song, I, I feel like her biggest mm-hmm. song for the longest time was Umbrella. And I absolutely hate that song. It's just the, the, the chorus is so repetitive to me. It's oh. just like... I, I, she's a great singer. She has fantastic music. I, 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 I'm not saying anything bad about her. It's just not for me. And so for me, the halftime show was just, it was fine. Like it wasn't exciting. It wasn't a huge splashy thing. The biggest thing that I think was just like the respect there is that she does the whole thing while pregnant, you know, in a world that is increasingly, well, not, I maybe not increasingly, but generally hostile toward pregnant women. Yeah. Probably increasing a lot of, Looking back, yeah. I mean, if Are I want right? to make a sports analogy, mm-hmm. look at Allison Phoenix 
this the the world class sprinter that uh, got pregnant, and then Nike decided, oh, we're gonna keep you on, but we're gonna slice your pay by seventy percent. So, like a world that doesn't allow you know the fact that she sort of like didn't go public with the pregnancy until after the halftime show is a boss move. So, regardless of any of my personal opinions about whether I I'm a fan of her music or not. That's cool as hell. So, sorry, sorry to be a hater. <laughs> no, no, it's I, good. Hey, let's on, honestly being able to be like, I recognize what this was, and I just didn't like it because it's not for me. Is a very important thing to be able to say. Like, I will always wait halftime shows that are not lip synced and are and like have as many live musicians as possible much more heavily than ones that are mostly dance and mostly just like go Mm -hmm. along to the track but the i mean the fact of the matter is like you are at the mercy of your mixer and like they really let the weekend down and that's not the only one there have been several like that where it was just like it just not mixed well, not recorded well, and it causes all a variety of problems. So, like, there, uh, there's a balance there to be struck. But I wonder what the, like, if the initial plan for what Rihanna was going to do is what they actually executed. You know, like, everybody's journey through pregnancy is different. But I know when I was, like, first and early second trimestering, there is no world in which you were getting me up on a moving platform like that. And you could see how much it was shaking at times when I'm not throwing up off the side of it. So massive, massive respect to her. And like for people who are like, "Eh, I don't know how much energy she had. It's like, she hasn't, she hasn't performed live in forever. And believe me, like you feel like you've been hit by a train Mm -hmm. at that. So like, incredible amounts of respect like it you know it never stopped it moved like i can quibble about key signature stuff but really impressive work from her you so let's really see the platform shaking it was a little oh. scary oh yeah, yeah. It was, yeah I, it was I didn't notice until scary. like part way through after she had already unhooked and rehooked that there was a, a harness hooked into her back on the platform it didn't look like there necessarily <laughs> was for some of those dancers Hey, oh, OSHA, OSHA only covers certain amounts of people. You have you have you have fewer than so many employees. You don't need OSHA. OSHA's anti-marshmallow, actually. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Let's nudge this back towards our land of college football. First off, the, earlier this week, it came out Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC in 2024. So we're going to get one beautiful year of the 14-team <laughs> Big 12, and then they're pushing the eject button and sending them to the SEC. It's all bad. This is dumb and stupid, and I hate it. Which which part is dumb and yeah. stupid, though? <laughs> all of it. Agreed. All of it. Every piece of this is dumb. The way it happened is dumb. That it's happening is dumb. Where they're going is dumb. The whole thing is dumb. I mean, Everything I'm gonna I'm gonna pander here a little bit because we have a a big West Virginia fan on, but like losing out on 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 these regional matchups is huge. We saw that this last year. When the backyard brawl came back, and it was a huge matchup. I mean, neither of the teams went on to do anything this mm-hmm. year, but the game itself was incredible. The it was the largest uh, uh, attendance at <clears throat> Redacted Field, and uh, it was it was great, and everybody loved it. And then you know, it's like, why can't we have these games? You know, why is West Virginia playing Oklahoma State? It doesn't make sense. We, we do these things not because they are easy, but because they're hard. Yes, it is hard for them to travel from these games. <laughs> yeah, shit, wrong thing. No, why why does West Virginia go to Lubbock? We do these things. Not why because does they are anyone easy. go to Lubbock? 
you usually yeah. usually to dodge a summons. Taxes. Oh, okay. Pick up some cattle. We started playing with the ideas of how many different kinds of way we could get we could combine these two teams back into the SEC. And since we're not since we're now having sixteen team in the SEC, and bless Kamish in his sleep sleepless days came up with a gif of some SEC pods for us, which. Some of which were really funny. I like the idea of making, you know, Texas' permanent rivals, you know, A&M, Oklahoma, and South Carolina. Or I think I saw Texas, Georgia, Alabama, Vanderbilt. Sure. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, boy. Your schedule has died of dysentery. I'm imagining... So, because, you know, like when they do at FIFA events or UEFA events, they have the little buckets of the balls in them. They open the ball up and they read the little thing. But they, they weight those usually. Right. And sometimes it's weighted by like, okay, the pot one has all the best teams, second one. So you get like this stretch. And so now I'm thinking about like, okay, what if we did that with SET teams? And like, oh, this group is Vanderbilt and, you know, South Carolina and Auburn and Alabama. <laughs> what What is the group that we could attach Texas to that would drive them the most crazy? Uh, Missouri. So bring back the weird Big 12 days. I think days. you just yeah. keep them Missouri. with all Big 12 old teams. Missouri, uh, uh, A&M, and Oklahoma. Just like s- segregate them off into, you know, quarantine them off into like the Big 10, 12 section. And <laughs> like let the SEC all play each other. We're I don't know where Arkansas the- falls because, you know, the Big 8, I guess. Well, they wait, the Arkansas is SWC. I can't remember Big Yeah, there's a conference, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... I was going to say force them to have a permanent with uh, Vanderbilt, too. Yeah, I was going to say, like, give them, like, Vandy, Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Missouri. Yeah, just really, something just really unfun. I feel like Texas, though, would take that Vandy matchup and just put it as a a badge of honor, saying that their academics are are in line and, you know, they're the best two academic institutions in the entire (laughs) conference. I, yeah. I gotta check those numbers. I feel like A and M's higher than Texas, but it just depends on the day. Well, Alter- alternatively, just make Texas play LSU four times. God, <laughs> I feel like it's when Texas and Oklahoma come in, they're gonna get a rough schedule to begin with. You sort of yeah. have to, mm-hmm. and so I'm just imagining, especially because we're no longer getting divisions in the SEC. It's now going to be just a an amalgamation of schedule plus your three permanents. And so I hope that first year is just going to be rough for the Longhorns. Oklahoma, best Oklahoma can do is just be like, you know what? We're going to go into this. We're going to let Texas take all the heat for this. Mm-hmm. I remember when Nebraska joined the Big Ten and the first few years they were in the Big Ten because, you know, I think this was post le- uh, Leaders and Legends. It was. Uh, and it was East and West. It, but because they're new and they're the marquee new program they had to play ohio state and michigan all the time in the first few years and like they you know ohio state michigan penn state they had to they, they weren't playing the uh indianas and the illinois yeah. of the world as often but they, they came in they had to go to the pr- crucible and and now they're comfortably fourth in the really good big ten west God. our favorite comfortably fourth. happy um, scott frost day everybody <laughs> I want to read a statement from the Pac-12. Because <laughs> this statement is great. Are you sure? Has everybody had their vaccines? Are you, are you, uh, are you sitting in a, in a place that you're, you can receive such messages? I can't remember the yes. warning. 
a joint statement from the 10 Pac-12 conference board members. The 10 Pac-12 universities look forward to consummating successful media rights deals in the very near future. Okay, hang on. That's the worst way you can say that. The worst way. Hey, swipe right on us. The S is in parentheses. That's the best part. They don't know if it's multiple deals. (laughs) (laughs) We're looking forward to consummating 63 separate deals. This is this is this is speed dang. Hello, I look forward to consummating this relationship with you. <laughs> Pac- next, they're going to release Pac that. twelve. Ooh. Next statement's going to say, "Oh, we totally have a uh, a, a media partner in Canada." <laughs> mm-hmm. It's YouTube. <laughs> Do you think that they're when they're thinking about like media rights deals? Is it just like, well, we have to have one for new media and we have to have one for old media? What do you think the Pac-12 thinks new media is at this point? TNT. <laughs> TBS characters welcome. <laughs> Streaming their games on portable DVD players. I just like you have to fact order- you guys at our game film. Yeah, you have to order the CD in the mail. And again, we're getting into <laughs> expansion and teams leaving. It's like the the fact that you know USC leaving is just like the Pac-12 is decimated. What are they? What no, are it's going to be great. I'm yeah, looking forward SMB to watching this on so many appliances. <laughs> my my Samsung my Samsung uh, dishwasher is going to be all about Oregon on a Thursday night. My Washington so, State poster. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Why every every single cool. time somebody scores a touchdown, all of a sudden my dryer just starts singing D Forella at me. <laughs> Uh, uh, continue the statement based upon positive conversations with multiple potential media rights partners. Okay. That's what you say when you haven't locked anything down yet. And you want to sound like things are going well. (laughs) We remain highly confident in our future growth and success as a conference and united in our commitment to one another. That sounds like, that sounds like what happens before you get the divorce. Guys, did the PAC 12 just discover polyamory? (laughs) I think I think I mean, so. Kyle's been in the Pac-12 for a long time, so I don't so, know. so is Oregon. They're all in Portland, so I feel like this is yeah. Between Berkeley and Portland, I feel like this is not. Things are just getting really weird out there. I don't know. You don't. You know. You don't have to fuck your media members, right? Like you don't have to. That's not required. Uh, it and needs to be cool. consummated. <laughs> Pick oh. another word. Pick any other word. Finalizing. We look forward to joining. We look forward to whatever. <laughs> The Pac-12 finishing together. We hope to impregnate your screens with more exciting Pac-12 football. Okay, you're going to get another fucking title on this, Beth. I'm going to be so pissed off. <laughs> I'm so pissed off you get another title on this. God, Pac-12 is such a fucking mess. Love it. Hi, I'm Cal, and this is my friend, Oregon, and my other friend, Oregon State. And we live in a little farm out by Portland. And here's, we grow here's, free-range here's my, wasabi. Here's my ex-boyfriend, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he he goes in the dark a lot. Aaron Rodgers is the most well-adjusted Cal player. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. In a world where Marshawn Lynch is decent. I will not say anything bad about Marshawn Lynch. We used no. to have divisions, but now we're just a polycule. <laughs> Side note, is is Aaron Rodgers shitting ghee in the dark, or is the ghee cleanse and the darkness thing two separate things? They're two separate things. I don't care. 
I don't know about this, and now I'm upset. He shot himself in a dark room for a month or something. No, no, she's talking. You don't know about the geek cleanse? No. No. You're better off. Nope, we're doing this. Is he just like eating ghee, like clarified butter ghee? It was the only thing he was eating for like two or three days. So after last year's season, when he was like, I'm going to turn this around, guys, I'm going on a 12 day pancha, pancha karma. Look it up. Here we go. What does this cleanse entail? One, the administering of emetic drugs to induce a severe spell of vomiting to clean the upper gut. Two, forced diarrhea that purges and cleanses the bowel. Three, medicated enema used to clean and accumulated toxins in the colon. Four, nasal administration of medicated oil to cleanse accumulated toxins. And five, procedure done to cleanse the blood. Also, you eat nothing but three ghee for three days until you evacuate from both ends. One day of therapy... One day of therapeutic vomiting and one day of laxative therapy, many days of enemas, yoga and meditation throughout. So basically he's expelling substances from every orifice. Not, like, every, what about every. his ears? Like I, I assume the geek came out of his ears too. <laughs> Why? There's if, still geek in his ears to this day, actually. I would argue that if someone is explaining something that you have done as therapeutic vomiting, <laughs> that you have made some cataclysmic errors in judgment in your life. Oh, so now- <laughs> I, I I went to college in the early aughts and I played beer pong and I feel like there was some therapeutic vomiting in, involved in which I came back and I was a lot better at beer pong. <laughs> oh, yeah, the boot and rally is the boot and rally is important. <laughs> <laughs> the boot and rally is clearly important. Okay, oh, that's a, that's a technique. I'm oh, sorry. Actually, Jordan's the only person on this podcast I might also refer to the game as Beirut and not beer pump. Boot and rally is always classic. But yeah, so so guys, what I'm seeing is that we need to all give this a try next season. Can you imagine like what does your space smell like on like day three? Gee, gee, and sorrow. You're never washing that out of anything. Like never. That's a like. That's take everything that is made of fabric in your home and burn it. This is like the end of the Velveteen Rabbit. I hope you had a tarp down. Tarps. Ugh. You gotta tarp every surface. What does Aaron Rodgers think the liver does? I don't know. Doesn't do toxins. Doesn't do toxins. I just like apparently he's of the he's of like the school the you know the opinion that your your bowel is just a thing that has more pockets than cargo pants. And we just store stuff in there, like, oh. Like, chip, like chipmunk cheeks. Well, his isn't storing anything at this point. Yeah. yeah. It just slides right out. He takes a bite of food, and it just, like, like a fucking Schlitterbahn slide. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Not great. Not oh. great. He's greased. Like a greased I'm, watermelon. I'm like never asking about an Aaron Rodgers thing ever again. Nope. No, please don't. Oh. Oh. This was not in the show notes. I don't know what I signed up for. <laughs> great it's fine well let's let's talk about something more let's talk about something more wholesome but also something that is also a sign of the decline of the americas guys someone stole the catalytic converter from the wienermobile disgraceful in vegas well that's where all the pawn shops are and and scrap metal dealers get some good money for that palladium is it palladium so someone told me that a catalytic converter has a bunch of different things in it like like has a bunch of like very expensive metals in it I did not know this. I knew that uh, when I had to replace one, it was very expensive, and that makes sense. I did not participate in the fraud where you staple a beer can in place of where your catalytic converter used to be, but I know some people who have. 
I feel like uh, what is that? It would is be that actually convert see. things properly, or is it just it just there? Uh, apparently, it well at least in the olden times there was the tale that it would fool an admissions test. I'm sure it doesn't actually fool an admissions test. I'm sure that this was just somebody who's like, I know how I'll fix my Geo Metro, but yeah, that that feels that feels correct. Yes, I I like the idea though of the Wiener Mobile just like rolling coal somewhere. <laughs> 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 oh, we don't need a catalog. Let's just put a straight pipe in there. Just blow them off the road. This no, is no. the weirdest product launch of a Smoky Mountain flavored um, Oscar Mayer brand that I've ever heard. It's just the car launching five miles down the road just by forward momentum. Oscar Mayer was founded in 1883, which does posit that there could be a Oscar Mayer Wiener train that existed in the 1880s that was absolutely rolling coal. This is my new favorite Back to the Future um, adaptation, <laughs> and I am so excited about it. Change the DeLorean for a Wienermobile. I and mean, their first, problem it, their first problem is you have to get the Wienermobile up to 88 miles an hour, which... Is this for two beats origin story? I bet you. Uh, how, what is, uh, let's see what the max speed on the Wienermobile is. Critical information. Okay, time out. When I type in Wienermobile max... The next word that comes up is Verstappen. I don't think Max Verstappen has ever driven the Wienermobile. I'm just going to argue. Are you sure? Counterpoint, he has. Oh my God. Also, otherwise. also, Max Verstappen has also never thrown a football before. Did anyone oh, see the Red Bull so post good. the other day? Yes, post it. And Alanis King, so who is phenomenal at a lot of things. She's incredibly funny, really good at basically everything. She also follows us, so you know that, that counts in her favor. But she put the picture up with the alt text of <laughs> looking like a, a kindergarten who was picked last in gym class. <laughs> God, it's so good. Here, do you have a picture? Do you have that picture handy? Let me find it. It's on their Instagram, and also Daniel Ricardo shows up. I think they only hired Ricardo just so they could do promos with him. I mean, I assume so. Uh, okay, dropping the Discord right now for you guys if you haven't seen it. I realize that this is a tangent, but hey, life is full of them. I went to go look for the speed of the Wienermobile, and instead I got an article from The Drive that just says, Oscar Mayer adds a real-life 150-mile-per-hour jetpack to the Wiener fleet. The Wiener fleet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, by, by the way, the Wienermobile... Uh, uh, this, we're, we're, uh, this is their second aerial addition to the Wiener fleet. The first is the uh, Wiener drone, which is capable of airdropping hot dogs. <laughs> the uh, the top speed of the Wiener mobile is about seventy miles per hour. It goes zero to sixty in twenty four seconds. That's so a little a little slow off the line. Honestly, that's slow, but that's also disconcertingly fast for anything that is shaped like that. <laughs> I mean, I drove a. a- 84 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme in high school, so I know I know the feeling. And well, and uh, and how fast and how badly did it shake when you got it over 70? I don't know. I don't think I ever did. I, I did have to enter through the passenger side door because the uh, lock was broken on the driver's side. And me and my infinite high school wisdom re- didn't realize there was literally nothing worth stealing in that car. Uh, did we all? Do we have we all driven a car? That shakes that shook to high hell when you got over a certain speed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that was mostly because I never got my uh, Ford Ranger uh, service, and it was just my fault. Okay. Have you ever been in a PT Cruiser, Jordan? It's pretty bad. Oh yeah, no, those over sixty, those things like shake like hell. 
They also have the worst turning radius I have ever experienced it's in a car. Horrible. A boat. Like a yeah. fucking rental car of all time. God. The worst for yeah. me recently was my last move was driving a 24-foot U-Haul on the highways in Detroit. Uh, oh and, and Michigan all, all is... Pardon? All 25 of them in Detroit. Oh, my God. Yeah, the... Um, <laughs> The, the roads here are bad, uh, which is the biggest understatement of all time. Michigan has some of the worst roads in the country, and, like, they're all concrete. And as soon as I got on to 696 or – two, two, actually, it was 275. It doesn't matter. Uh, the, the truck just started bouncing up and down. Oh, it's complete oscillation, and I could not stop it. It's got this, like, harmonic frequency of truck oh. bouncing that I had to slow down to, like, 45 miles per hour before anything stopped, and it was just, I was terrified. Chicken sedan, I know that, you know, we've we've had our differences about this, but now that you've mich- moved to Michigan, which has such terrible roads, do you have something you'd like to say to Breezewood? Uh, Breezewood, um, I don't have anything to say to Breezewood that wouldn't get me on any sort of FBI watch list. There you go. <laughs> on my on my visit list is Breezewood. I'm super excited to visit that place one day. My most dad opinion is that I will <laughs> literally never stop for anything in that town. They manufacture this entire little strip, so you have to get off the highway, and I will not stop. I don't care. If I like I could be completely empty, running on fumes, I'm gonna find the next stop. All interstates should meet at a traffic light. Ideally, with a sheets across the street. <laughs> yellow and gold store. Sorry, yellow, uh, black and yellow store. I can't. I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back off. Uh, to. Uh, I'm gonna back up. Sorry to Wienermobile under notable incidents on the Wikipedia page. Oh boy. Oh boy. In June 20, 2007, the a Wiener a Wienermobile with a Wisconsin license plate of Yummy made headlines <laughs> after being stopped by the Arizona Department of Public Safety officer for allegedly having a stolen license plate. Officer Kay Lankow had observed the Wienermobile slowing traffic and checked the license plate to determine if the vehicle was street legal. The license plate came back as being stolen out of Columbia, Missouri, so the officer stopped the Wienermobile and detained the driver. Oscar Meyer had not notified police that they had obtained a replacement plate after the previous one had stolen, and that it should only be considered stolen only if not on a Wienermobile. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused. That's crazy. Yep. Love it. If I drove past a pulled-over Wienermobile on the side of the road, my day would be made for the next month and a half. That's fantastic. They got the police dogs going into the Wienermobile. They're, they <laughs> smell something. They smell something. It's a hot dog. <laughs> uh, shout out to Tulane, by the way. They had their Mardi Gras parade. It looked like a lot, a lot of fun. Tulane got to be on a bus. They had the, the they had the Tulane mean wave up front. They had some really great throws like some Tulane cups and coins and beads and stuff. It was great. And we also found out the Cotton Bowl trophy weighs 43.4 pounds. Thank you, Tulane football, for giving us that. Thank you Did to you anyone got... that posts about the weight of their trophy. That's that's amazing. I just It's it's so much fun and it's become this great like people want the people want to share it. Shout out to the mm-hmm. first the first weight people person that sent us weights was Dartmouth by the way. Shout out to them. They sent me the cape of the weight of the um the granite trophy between them and UNH. And then we got Idaho and a bunch of other people in. It was great. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that's it's spectacular, and it will never, ever, ever get old. Please continue to weigh things for us. It's the it's my favorite. We need to issue a certified like sicko scale that we send to people. Yes, that's what we need. Yeah. Shout out to the Phoenix Open that wrapped up this weekend, along with the 
along with the uh, Super Bowl. I Some guy named Scotty Scheffler won. I don't know who that is. Don't really care. All I know is that on the 16th hole, things were great. We had a streaker. We had someone crushing beers. It was great. I was so happy and so excited. I'm going to take umbrage. This, this, this mm-hmm. streaker you talk of, this person was not fully nude. That's not streaking. Yeah. My initial umbrage is with this tournament in the first place. You see this this golf course, and they're standing. You know, you like looks like this nice green grass. You know, well manicured, sculpted. They pull the camera out just a little bit. It's the middle of a goddamn desert. Yeah, no, <laughs> they got to truck water in from a lake that's drying up. That's gonna be dry before I die. And they're just putting on a golf tournament. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? I mean, golf is about nothing if not the ethical use of resources. Uh, do you know that Alice Springs in Australia has a golf course? Why? Uh, I don't Alice know, Springs? but they do. Alice Springs is, think about the most middle of Australia you can get. Anybody ever watched the show on Netflix called Instant Hotel? No? Oh my no. God, what is this? <laughs> it's, it's actually terrible what it represents. But it's, it's a... a it's an Australian reality show where they get like five couples or not necessarily couples, but people or groups where they're all renting out um, Airbnb being their places. Mm-hmm. They can't use the word Airbnb for legal reasons or whatever. So they call yeah. them instant hotels. And so they each all stay in each other's uh, Airbnb and then they raid each other and they make a winner. But one of these, one of these groups, they stayed in this town called Cooper Petey. Cooper, either Cooper Petey or Cooper Petey, like hyphenated mm-hmm. town. It's in the middle of nowhere. Everything's red, just red dust, sand, dirt, everything. And every time they had an interview while they're outside of these people's house, which is like a cave in the ground, it was basically like a hobbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but they're outside and they're interviewing these people. And, and literally all you see is they're just swatting away flies the entire time. These flies okay. everywhere, huge terrible like why would anyone ever live in the middle of australia <laughs> it is in the dead center of australia i put a picture in the discord so you can see it that is that is their golf course i hate it <laughs> just tee right off uluru yep yeah oh god i mean that's where it is basically did they so like good? cut off uh pedestrian access to uluru eventually yes no no you can still go up they just ask you not to just stop being nice about it <laughs> do you guys remember this isn't the first place I've talked about this. Do you guys remember the old, there was an old Nickelodeon show about koalas named Pinky and Blinky? Yeah. What was that called? And, and the Noozles. It's called the Noozles. And That's an extremely locked memory that you just and, triggered. And uh, they they like went to Koala Walla Land through a portal in Ayers Rock, Uluru. Yeah, that was an anime, by the way. If you, if you haven't unlocked that part of it, yeah, that was actually an anime too. So we can blame the Japanese for that one as well. Seems I don't have a point to that. Fine. It was just weird. There were several shows when we were kids that were actually anime or or Japanese that just thought were American shows. Like David the Gnome, I thought was an American show. It was Spanish, right? David the Gnome was Spanish, I believe. And then like... There's the Noozles. There's a bunch of shows that are actually Canadian that are like really popular. Oh, and it took me the longest time in the world to realize that all of the fight scenes from Power Rangers were just taken from a Japanese show. Yep. <laughs> oh, good. Someone else on Discord. <laughs> Holy shit, is that noodles?
further proof that we are all the same person. <laughs> Holy shit, is that Noozles? Great. Love it. Uh, I'm going to drop anyways. this. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever see the last episode? You ever see the last episode of David the Gnome where he turns into a tree? No. What? Yeah. Last episode of David the Gnome, he's like, I'm old now. Guess it's time to die. And he like, like nestles, his, nestles his wife nose and he turns into a tree. They didn't play that episode a whole lot on Nickelodeon for a reason. Also, weren't there only like 10 episodes of Day of the Gnome? And, like... It was like 12, but they didn't show the 12th one because they turned into a tree. That was a weird the episode. Music, the music that they played while he was riding the fox around was an absolute banger, though. I'm absolutely yeah, was... throwing that into a composition at some point. Maybe that'll end up being our theme song. It's just going to be that <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> Perfect. So the way Spanish may open, I did see uh, a man wearing the most incredible pants during this tournament. Did anybody see that? They... Uh, uh... They were like waste management themed pants. Uh, it was one of those. Yes, I did see golfers. these. Just bright green, had the logos all over them. Like, <sighs> golf fashion is something else. Is I that like how it. Frank Beamer's going to die? He's just going to, like, you know, like hug his fox friend goodbye, like nuzzle his wife and turn into a tree. I, I assume so. I assume that's how Frank Beamer dies. Oh, he's going to turn into a goalpost for kickers to kick through for the rest of your career. <laughs> <laughs> special teams for all of time. He's just going to die like this. Yes. No, like this, like <laughs> celebrating zero zero. <laughs> so I have a question about streaking. I've streaked before, but I'm not very fast. And I also get winded very easily, which is a problem. So this is like not my thing because I slow down, which you shouldn't do. We're just going to let this slide that, that you going to tell the story or. I mean, like I've streaked several times. This is like, this isn't like. I'm going to go on the record time. and say I've never streaked. I don't know about the rest As- of the public event. As your attorney, I advise you to consider the statute of limitations very carefully before we continue on in this vein. Well, I st- uh, part of it was in Vermont. In Vermont, it's fine there. Oh, they there's no the laws, laws in Vermont. Though. Yeah. Yeah. The New Hampshire side, however, there are laws. So <clears throat> there, we used to have something called the Ledyard Challenge, where the, the, the Connecticut River separates New Hampshire, Vermont, mm-hmm. and we're right at the yes. edge of the New Hampshire side. And so the goal was to get in the river. It's not a small river either. It's very wide. No, you swim. Wide. You get. You take the, your clothes off on the on the side, on the New Hampshire side. You swim across, and then you run back and get your clothes on the bridge. It's a brisk run. I, I didn't do this because that's a long rest run. I didn't do that. I played. Yeah. I played rugby in college, and I want to say it was SUNY Geneseo was the school that did this. Um, but anyway, um, when you score your first try in rugby, you depending mm-hmm. on your team, the the typical uh, celebration is you shoot the boot. Most of you might know it as a shoey. Uh, Danny yeah. Ricardo from F1 does it a lot. You know, you fill a, 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 somebody's shoe with, with beer and you chug it and it's disgusting and terrible. And you do that. Some schools, they strip naked and run around the field. Mm-hmm. Studi Geneseo, they would wait until after the game's over. They go to their house somewhere in the town of Geneseo, strip naked there, run around the city block naked. <laughs> The other one that I didn't do was because this again was this was for long distance runners called the Blue Light Challenge, which we had those blue safety lights on campus, and the goal is to you map it out and you got to hit every one of them while naked and not get picked up, but you have to go to everyone and let them know that you're naked. Jordan, that's not a good idea. You just watch the movie or something. Looks <laughs> like there are other ways to like spend your time. I don't know. You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. No, 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 no it's not you. <laughs> It's tradition. <laughs> There's tradition. a lot of bad traditions out there. We saw one tradition. of them in the Super Bowl when they got to the German fans doing the bad Chiefs chant. 
In Germany of all places. Before I well, so first off, is is there such a thing as being too fast to be a streaker? So you're saying like could Usain Bolt streak? Yeah, because at some point it loses the effect. Now what is the effect? Yeah. That's the question. What's the point of streaking? Is it wait, what's what's the point? I mean at a big event, it's usually a publicity stunt. A lot of times like a greenpeace or a yeah. you know, you paint yourself with like fur is murder or something. Or some poker website or whatever yeah. it used to be. Yeah. But so if you're too fast, it doesn't work. But if you're too slow, you get tackled. I mean, are we saying like too fast like like Usain Bolt isn't the Flash. We can perceive him with our human eyes. I know, he but it's like wink out of existence when he goes your, to run. Is your point that you shouldn't be, you have to be caught to be a streaker? No, I think I think you should be slow enough that you get the attention that you want, but fast enough that you can outrun the cops. Are we envisioning a plot for the worst Fast and the Furious sequel? I like this. It's about be it's about family and getting naked. Wait, no, never mind. Stop. Wait, no. No, not at all. Well, Because like clearly, like I said, there's too slow for streaking. I am too slow for streaking. I am I am now especially too slow for streaking, but I was back then too. But I feel like there's a too fast. Is that just because like you're you're incredibly catchable? I, I am so catchable. I am so incredibly catchable. I am, I am the person that you tripped so that the cops will grab them while you escape, okay? <laughs> I am the person slow, who shuts you the bear. I'm not slow, but I don't think I have the lateral movement these days. The ankles and knees aren't what they used to be. At that juke. Yeah, especially on a bad field. We're back to turf. <laughs> turf isn't good. I can't get a good juke. Can't get that right from a cop. All I can think of is the streaker that we had in high school at one point who like managed to get the entire way end zone to end zone across the field, but was absolutely defeated by his attempt to clamber over the chain link fence Ooh. on the far side. Oh. That part didn't go well. I hope the top of the fence was not the type that has the thing sticking up. Oh, it was barbed wire. Oh. Like this wasn't a good plan. <laughs> got it. Got to look oh. it through. Hey, he had a, you got yeah, he had a cape, and the cape kind of got snagged. Like this was very like no capes. As, yes, this was very Edna mode prescience. I mean, this happened in like '99, but yeah. No capes. No capes. No capes. And this is why. Because the cops will catch you and drag your naked butt back across the field. That's okay. So that's the other problem with getting caught as a streaker. If they don't have something to cover you with, then it's just a slow naked walk of shame. And that's not as fun. You've gone from like, I'm free. I'm awesome. This is great too. Oh, I'm slow and naked now. And this is less fun. I do Apparently, think there's a I part have very of different streaking. you guys about what streaking is. I think there's also a part of the mindset of the streaker that's like, they don't want to touch me because they're going to get my bits all over them. So, like, if I'm completely naked, like, people are going to less, be less likely to try to take me down. You're surrounded by, like, an ick for, force field? Yeah, kind of. Like, I don't, I don't know. Adult cooties? I, I just, streaking was not my thing. <laughs> I threw bowling balls off train bridges like a normal college student. I did have, wow. when I was streaking one time, <laughs> and I was, when I was streaking one time down frat row, I did, there was, there was a girl who... <laughs> Who rolled, who, who rolled up next to me in a car and and said, I don't know if I can hear it. If I were you, I'd run faster. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. oh, wow. I'm surprised you were ever able to recover from that. <laughs> it was a cold night. It was so cold. Oh, that night. It was so cold. <laughs> it was a yeah. cold night. 
I was in the pool. So it was a cold night. The chairman's not here, so someone has to do the Seinfeld reference. Yeah. It was so oh. cold. So I want to talk about one more thing before we get to Andrew's basketball. Kentucky softball. I don't know if you guys saw this. Kentucky was at a tournament with Texas, and Texas and both Kentucky are both very good teams. In softball, especially on tournaments, they have this thing where there's like a drop-dead time for the last game on travel day. So that the game isn't done by then, you just call it. Kentucky was ahead 7-4. to four. They were had Texas on like the third out, on like the last out. It was so close. Count was 0-2. And then they had to call the game. And the score rolls back to the last full inning played. So that means they drew 4-4. Oh, that sucks. So 1915, the lights don't work at this. We don't have electronic lights in this stadium stuff. Yeah. But they have a drop dead time. It was, I also don't like that term of brace. That's it was one, like like two pitches left, they would have had it. This is the paper that you were writing where you realized, like, right as your computer was crashing, that you hadn't saved it yet. Mm-hmm. This is a game without a save state, and that's horrible. That's where you need George so, Brett to run out of the field and start yelling at everybody. Yeah, that's just like I get why this exists, but God, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Just that sucks. Okay, now we're on to basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball, basketball, and shooting the ball and the hoops and the scores and the baskets. Give me, give me Yay the points. ball because I'm going to dunk it. Woo. Andrew, what do we got for basketball? Okay, so we are going to start, it looks like, with some breaking news. Do-do, Texas do-do, Tech, do-do. who is 13 and 12 and 2 and 10 in the Big 12, just beat Texas <laughs> in the country. Hooray! And, uh, it looks like there's some of a, a bit of a court storming, but uh, this is in Lubbock, back yeah. Back. Sorry, this is like I'm literally watching this on my television. Yeah, they're trying to hold back the students, and it's not going very well. A lot, a lot of court stormings. Court stormings are good uh, when yes, they're not they on Anyway, let's talk about non-breaking news. Over the week, Tennessee, who is a very good team, did not do well. I'd like everybody to open the tweet I have linked here. Mm-hmm. They lost to Vanderbilt on a wide open three with two seconds left oh. on the road. And then they lost to Missouri on a three taken from half court. Oh, so back to back losses at the buzzer. Oh. The team shot the ball with one was with 0.3 seconds left from the corner, and the other one was with 1.5 seconds left from half court. So that's not that's not great. Not great. We love that for Tennessee fans. Ugh. So uh, Stanford might have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were both taken moments before disaster (laughs) for Tennessee. Um, And Stanford might have overtaken Colorado's the random number generator team. That's good. They only beat Chicago State by I believe eight. Yeah, and um, then they beat uh, Arizona by like ten. So they, I think they beat Arizona by more than they beat Chicago State. But I'm gonna double check that right now. Uh, What was the game that had the crazy last second? Shot like they inbounded it from like across the court, and he just like shoved it in the basket with like no time left. Was that game this week? Sounds familiar. Do we know what I'm talking know. about? Okay, so Chicago State they beat 72 65 by seven, they beat Arizona 88 to 79 by seven. So basically, the same team, 
basically the same team. The number four, Stanford and Chicago State, who bless them, but you know, not amazing. Uh, it was the it was Portland State, Northern Arizona. Um, I'm gonna uh, yes. I'm, I'm gonna drop that in the. Uh, yeah, everybody should go watch that. That was pretty. Give me one pretty... sec. I'll drop it in there. Northern Arizona. Because yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to see this for yourself, kids. Okay, in the Discord, watch that video real fast. Oh, oh. Yeah, that was, it was pretty nuts. Looking oh, like that one. Oh. yeah. Oh, oh wow. Oh, I had the audio on, and my ears were just blown up by that announcement. Oh, yeah, him, him, him going through puberty live on. Yeah, <laughs> it was just. I oh. I've ne- I've never seen anything quite like that. Oh, lumberjacks! Oh no. That is beyond a buzzer beater. Like that is, how do you even describe that? The buzzer creator, apparently, in Chicken uh, Buzzer Pierce. murderer. Uh, I'd also like to shout out Stonehill. I don't know if you guys know, Stonehill is new to D1 this year. They used to be D2. They are in the NEC, our beloved Northeast Conference. And there's a pretty good chance that they actually may win the conference this year. But they are not eligible for the NEC tournament or the NCAA tournament or the NIT. I hate this. this. Stupid. It's terrible. It's terrible. This is like James Madison in, in football. Like, Or this was also, was last year it was Bellarmine, who wasn't eligible for their conference tournament. And Mamaronek. And Merrimack, that's right. Like, if they can't play You're, in the D1 yeah. tournament, let them play in the D2 tournament and just win that, too. Like, no postseason ball? No. That's garbage. It is. I, 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 Every time I hear reasons for this, I just go, like... I don't know what you're trying to stop here. Like, who are you punishing and who are you protecting? This yeah. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You can't come Mary up Mack, to who's our also in the win against us. So Mary Mack, who's also in the NEC, who also has a decent chance to win that league, is also not NCAA tournament eligible, but they are conference <clears throat> tournament eligible. Silliness. This was this is what this is what happened last year when G- Jacksonville State made the tournament because Bellarmine couldn't win the Atlantic Sun, I believe. But they were in. Was Bellarmine in the conference tournament? They were, right? I believe so. I don't recall for okay, sure. Okay, I don't remember either. Okay. Okay. Like what else do we got? Rules are so set in stone. We can't change them. Just change the rule. Just do a thing. We all remember 2020. Everything is made up, and anyone who says otherwise is lying. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. did not watch the Coastal Carolina BYU game. Uh, so, what is the Mavrimony? So, another breaking news item. This evening, at a halftime of the Dallas Mavericks and Timberwolves game, which the Mavericks were losing by 11, there was a marriage. Like, someone just had their marriage ceremony at this arena. And I would ask you all, where would be the most sickos location to be married? But, like, a sports field, on a sports field or hardwood or... Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be, be Pocatello. Pinstripe Bowl. Oh, that's a good choice. <laughs> Damn, that's a good choice. Does it have to be football? No. no. Okay, no, because getting married in the middle of a synchronized swim meet would be just amazing. I like that. Are you swimming too if you're being married? Everyone's in the pool? Yes. We've already established that corfball is a co-ed sport. So corfball teammates. Yeah. There we go. Hey, there we go. Nothing, apparently corf weddings are very common. From what I've from what I've heard, corf weddings are very common, and corf babies. Corf babies. <laughs> Lots of corf babies. <laughs> They're really good at putting in the hole. I am mm-hmm. completely distracted by the trellis 
in this wedding. What? It's beautiful. It's a hexagon. No, it's, it's awesome. I know. I like. I'm. I'm legit. I am throwing no shade. I actually really, really like it. Her dress Great is really pretty too. At an NBA game. Uh, by the by, the way, mom. I assume mom and grandma are also that shot right there. You can see mom and grandma peeking in the corner there. It's wonderful. How mad love- is your maintenance guy that you're wearing high heels all over their basketball floor? Oh, screaming! I mean, my my high school coach used to like scream if someone wore you know the wrong sneakers on the court. I assume. That someone's just, I assume they have, well, time out. I, you know, this is lots of money. Mm-hmm. This is like, fuck you money. Why would, why would you want something so public? I yeah. just don't Two understand. things here uh, that are shouting out to me right now. First off, congratulations from Chime. I don't know what the hell Chime is. Uh, two, what is this suit that the officiant's wearing? <laughs> like it's checker like what is that it's not great it's not a great fit a chi- chime is a a fee-free mobile banking app but this the, no the, the efficient suit it's yeah it's great it's, it's something so the best part about the efficient suit is like look at the efficient suit now compared to what's going on in the wedding party because we have like a royal blue sort of suit like maybe a little bit duskier than that on groom's mm-hmm. side on bride's side we're doing silver yeah. and he is and the officiant is wearing a green and yellow plaid oh it's beautiful it's like that is just colors, but terrible mouse colors yeah like it, this is not a good look this is somebody who like was watching one of the fox pregame shows and is like you know i bet i could pull one of those off and is now in the middle of discovering that perhaps that is something that is best left to the professionals did they get married by kevin harlan <laughs> <laughs> that now that would be good. <laughs> and he's got to talk to him like he talks to uh Charles and Jack. Yeah, I feel I feel like my call is definitely going to be going to be getting married in Pocatello at the the Holt Arena, whatever their weird rotated dome is. Just oh, I just thought Pocatello. of a new one. I just thought of a new one. Ryerson Field in Ypsilanti. Yeah, um, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. It would be raining there because it always <laughs> rains there. The sky is gray. The field is gray. Yeah. The bride's mess maids gr- dresses are gray. <laughs> uh, who dropped the last link in the last link in the chat? Uh, we have to talk about George. Is that his name? Yes, his name is George. Did you watch like- the video? You have to watch it with sound. Okay, let me get the sound. Oh, is this the, the, the Red Wings thing? Yeah, I dropped. I put that in there. The kid of the Red Wings thing. amazing. Game. I love it. It's George. Every okay. time they show him, it's like great. they think scored a goal. And then they show Canucks fans and everybody boos. And then they show George. <laughs> and then, but it progressively gets louder. I love it. This kid is so happy. They're just juicing him up so much. Oh, my God. It. I can't imagine that as a kid. And I love the Canucks fans are so game for it. They're like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. This little kid. I love it. God, I love it. Sports could be fun. It can be fun. <laughs> and sometimes we consummate things. Ugh. Anyone else have anything else, guys? Nope. Anything for the good of the order? Well, folks, we're not going to record again this week because we have Valentine's Day plus other things. So we will see you guys again on Sunday. Have a good week and take it easy. How? How do I stop? Should I refresh? I'm going to refresh.